0: back to another episode of the public announcement podcast and i would also like to start with another apology uh i'm terribly sorry that new episodes didn't come out for quite some time it was mainly due technical difficulties and i know i said this before but i just felt like everything was figured out and then my then my microphone got broken and since the coronavirus it is what it is uh it took me quite some time to get a new one to get it delivered to get it all set up and on top of that i had a lot of stuff to do uh in my personal life there've been a lot of stuff that i needed to finish and i didn't really have the time to write down the episodes to get some new ideas but yeah we're back i'm recording now two episodes and um there will be another bundle of two episodes coming uh i i'm pretty certain tomorrow and uh and then we'll just you know jump to the normal program i i think i'm still missing one english episode so we'll do that uh together with the Slovak episode on Monday and you know then 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 all the episodes will be recorded and everything will be will be fine so today we are going to be talking about a topic i wanted to talk about uh, quite some time ago but yeah as i said i didn't quite find the time to do so so the topic we are going to be discussing today is art <laughs> and yeah we're going to get a bit artsy martsy and we're going to be talking about uh, mainly the bastardization of art or destroying of art or, or you could call it like that. It's not going to be about destroying art, like, I don't know, smashing a statue or something. Uh, it's going to be a concept to a certain extent that I, um, that I decided that it would be maybe nice to analyze, maybe nice to talk about. Yeah. So let's, let, let's get right into the, into the topic. So first of all, I think it would be quite important to define what art is before we start talking about it. So it, in my opinion, at least, art is certain expression of the author's opinion or some kind of emotional state that the author feels like being in, right? Art is therefore the author him or herself or what he or she feels or wants to say to the world, uh, some opinions, some emotions. And this can be expressed in various mediums. I don't think I have to name them, you know, books, paintings, whatever all right, whatever medium you can think of, even people who dance, right, they have some emotions they want to express, it's either a happy or a sad dance, and yeah, it's art, therefore. Therefore, art, you know, becomes this means of self-expression, as some people maybe like to ponder or just talk it out, some people do that, you know, they have discussions, they have a podcast, uh, some like to write it down into a book, some like to um, paint a painting, maybe or express it, as I mentioned before, with a certain dance move or something like that, something similar. And therefore, the entire concept of selling art, at least in my opinion, is what harms art the most. Now, let's talk about the actual monetization process. Now, if you're selling something, and now let's not apply it to art, let's apply it generally to products, because you're always selling a product, you're selling something, you're persuading people that they are getting their money's worth. The people, your consumers or your customers, they pay for the product and they expect a certain value to return back to them because they bought the product. Like, why would they spend their money if they're not getting anything back? That's the basic logic behind it. It is natural to want, uh, such things from the customers and it is natural for the guy or for the man selling the art to expect these kinds of things. But, you know, th- this expectations is what it's destroying art. Now, if you are buying art, okay, and let's talk on a simple example of a book. If you're buying a book, you're hoping that the book has some value for you or for the friend you're buying the book, and you're hoping to get something out of it uh you know some kind of story, some kind of thing some something that you can learn now now your your personal expression, your personal story, your personal picture, painting, performance. It doesn't interest many people or too many people, and it doesn't interest that many people to the extent that they're going to pay for it. What I mean by that is that unless you're somebody very heavily influential, nobody's going to read your autobiography. I mean, why would people want to, you know, read an autobiography of an ordinary man? That's like, I don't know, just living their life, basically. They want to read something extraordinary. They want to extract pleasure from the certain artwork, right? It's kind of simple if you think about it. And if you want your livelihood to be art, you have to constantly sell something like this. You have to sell back to the people, okay? Now, th- this isn't very, you know, new, right? I I think everybody with a basic economic understanding understands this concept. But if you're selling yourself or your expression, you will always have to moderate it so other people can engage with it, Okay. So you cannot be very pure, you cannot be very honest when you're selling art. You always have to think about, okay, if I want to sell this, I have to make people like it. I have to make my product likable. And we know about people that they are most uh defensive or they are very defensive when it comes to criticism of them, right? Something that offends them. So you don't really... um Put that into your work. For starters, you don't directly engage with people saying like, hey, you are bad for doing this. No, 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 no. It it, it works on another group like, oh, they're bad. They're, they're the people we should be worried about, right? But people personally don't accept criticism too well. So you will have to find moderation in this. As a reverse effect, right? What this happens is that your artwork, which is supposed to bring some satisfaction to the customer. Uh, is viewed through these lenses. So even if their re- work has some revolutionary potential, the, the, the customer is not going to accept that revolutionary potential because that is not the reason he bought the book. Okay, no revolutionary guy is buying books. That's unheard of. If you're revolutionary, it's most likely you're acting on your upon your own beliefs. You're not buying stuff to 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 feel like you're revolutionary. You get what I'm saying? People do that, but those are not revolutionary people. Those are people who just stay in the same lane for their entire lives and they think they're revolutionary. They're actually not revolutionary at all. And they just buy up products to confirm their worldview. Like these very heavy Trump supporters, like Trump shits out a new book and oh boy, we have to instantly buy because all hail Trump. I'm not going against Trump or anything. I'm just saying, you know, I think that if Bernie Sanders would publish books, maybe he has, maybe he's smart enough to do so, people would just buy up the entire stock without even thinking what value does it have, right? Because they want to confirm, oh yeah, Bernie, I read Bernie's book. He's certainly going to say some points which I agree with. That is not art. That is not a revolutionary art. Yeah, let's kind of define it that way. And art, therefore, becomes this product that is meant to be consumed, and it loses this individuality of being art. Art as it is, it's supposed to be an experience. It's not supposed to be a product that you buy for your own satisfaction, right? Your book, your painting, your performance, therefore, just becomes another thing in the line of many experiences that most people have, and they engage in them just to feel fine for some time, for a while, and then they just move on to the next one. Half of the people, which I assume, go to, for example, the I don't know, cinema or uh, theater. They don't analyze the play, or let's just say, for the simplicity of it, the movie, right? And I mean, why would they? I mean, you paid for a ticket, and you did not pay for that ticket to go to the movie and deeply analyze it. You paid for the ticket to enjoy the movie, to have some time off, to do a different activity. You're not paid. To criticize the movie, you're not paid to think about the movie, and people have to think about it in terms of art also right people are not paid to engage with your book fully, and they definitely did not pay their hard work hard worked money uh hard earned sorry hard earned money to engage with your book on such level as you would like them too. That's why I think these self-help gurus are very popular. I'll refer back to a few of my other episodes, because they sell this image that you're making progress just by reading the book, okay? And it's a very good art of selling. I have to to congratulate them on that. I'm doing a small clap as I'm recording this, that that they managed to do it, right? Because what what they basically done is they've written books, which people buy, for the feeling of feeling uh productive, right? They buy the book, and there are these tips like you can do this, you can do that, and your life's gonna get better. And people start doing their tips, and they persuade themselves that oh yeah, my life did get better. Oh, all thanks that guy. And that guy, in a in a year or two, shits out another book, and people are just too eager to buy. It. They buy it again, the same cycle. Their life doesn't really improve, you know. They might I don't know clean their room and take cold showers, but. On the grand scheme of things, in the big picture, their life doesn't improve. They might feel better about themselves, but to say that their situation has improved is kind of an overstatement. And uh, generally speaking, their life just remains the same thing it was. It's just like new elements and hobbies that they do. They engage with these offers, right? Therefore, an artist who is trying to survive only on his craft, I would dare to say is not an artist. It's some weird hybrid of an artist and a salesman and that's not bad you know if you are creative enough that you that you like doing the work you do and people engage with it you know go on if you write if you if you like for example writing short stories that people will read and pay you for i mean that's a very good profession to be good at it's much certainly needed and i think demanded also but you have to draw a line or we have to draw a line between actual artists, like this independent being, and this artist seller, this artist businessman. And the limit where we draw the line is uh, whether you write, paint, perform, whatever you do, self-express yourself in order to satisfy people who then buy your product or you do it for yourself. It's kind of like a very narrow border. When you do this type of art, there is no time for you to challenge the borders there's no time for you to to challenge whatever you just have to stay within the border once you're writing romantic novels you will just have to remain writing romantic novels for the rest of your life because that's how people fixate you and that's how they're going to engage with you right so i think monetization of art kind of destroys the point of art right because it destroys the self-expression it destroys the self oh sorry the individuality of art and it just kind of, you know, makes it into another product that people can buy. And, you, and 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 you know, a painter who paints a painting and then later on sells it, you know, he's not an artist. He might be a very good painter, but at least by my, uh, sorry, by my definition, he's not an artist. Okay, uh, he might be an artisan with other paintings, but with the painting he sold, he's not really an artist. He's selling a product. It's a it's a business thing. And yeah, that would be end. That's the end of the episode. Thank you so much for listening. The, the website is still up and running, so you know, the newsletter is not. I kind of forgot about that, but you know, we're gonna get back on track soon, so the newsletter will start coming out also. Uh but it's free, you know, for now. For now, let's just say that there was a newsletter and there is going to be a newsletter once I revive my email services. And once that is up and running you can you can always sign up for it. you can always enter your email address and you can always do whatever the you whatever you want with it and you'll get free news basically you can just read what's happening in the world what's kind of interesting and yeah, yeah, that's it. Thank you for your attention. Thank you for listening and see you around.